Joining us now is a uh, is a combat veteran and someone who has won a number of awards, Bronze Star recipient. Uh, he is also an author and television personality. He's a co-host of Fox and Friends on the weekends. And if you watch Fox, uh, he's on daytime, prime time, prime time all the time. But most recently, he did a Fox Nation special that is based upon his book. And his latest book is called The Battle for the American Mind, Uprooting a Century of Miseducation. So please join me in welcoming Pete Hegseth to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers show. Uh, and I'm thrilled to have you on, Pete. There's so much to talk to you about this week, and I want to get to your book. But, you know, this week we've got the President of the United States uh, in Spain for the G7, and he's trashing the United States Supreme Court. I mean, I have to tell you that most of the stuff that he does, you know, I'm no longer shocked. I expect it. But, you know, to trash the Supreme Court on foreign soil, just I found it offensive. Am I wrong? I agree with you, Judge, and thanks for having me. You know, this is a guy, I wonder how many times, we should go back and and find out, as the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, Senator Biden criticized presidents who went overseas and said even one bad word about the country or domestic issues while they were overseas, because you're not supposed to do that. Mm -hmm. And not only did he do that, but he trashed one of the core institutions of our country, saying it's turned America uh, into an evil place. It, It is a... It is a reflection of the way his base feels. He's playing base politics on domestic issues on foreign soil as he's not solving any of the issues that we do face in the world or confronting actual enemies. So it is uh, – the thing is, as conservatives, we should – we hear this, 2022 is coming, 24 is coming, and we should collectively be taking a deep breath that – Donald Trump put three justices in that gave us a, a month of Supreme Court rulings, which mm-hmm. you know validates our system. So he, mm-hmm. he's going to say what he wants, uh, told to say so or not, and it is dangerous. But thankfully, his his time is short as far as being able to control uh, what he controls. All right, Pete Hexeth, you've got a bachelor's degree in politics from Princeton University. You've got a master's degree from Harvard University. I mean, you're a veteran. You hold two bronze stars, combat infantryman badge for your time in Iraq and Afghanistan. I mean, you you are a pretty well-rounded person, uh, as as the saying goes. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm curious as to what your take is on how Roe versus Wade is going to impact the 2022 midterms. Is it going going to rile up the left to the point where no matter how bad it's been on the left, they're going to come out in full force. How's it going to impact? It might impact it on the margins, Judge. Uh, but and you know this as well as I do. I, it'll, it'll have a base effect for them a little bit. But ultimately, the fundamentals are so bad and the, the, the sense people have of the direction of our country is so sideways that they're going to look up at their uh, at the cost of their uh, what it costs to live life and uh, the, the the cost to fill up their gas tank and just the uncertainty of the entirety of our experiment right now and say it was going pretty well just a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and this guy who said he was going to end covid didn't and the border's wide open and the cops are the bad guys apparently and climate change is going to end us all per his rhetoric in fact they've gone nuts over that that decision as well that that yes they might that might even be worse the EPA decision in their mind than than the Roe v Wade one so mm-hmm. i just i think the fundamentals are still so bad they're looking for for some some balance to the extremism they're seeing out of the white house i think it i think it doesn't change one bit the extent to which there's a backlash against their policies i, I sure hope so 
But it's okay. also the fact that it was baked in because of the leak, too, Judge. The leak kind of baked in the reality for a lot of people uh, mm-hmm. in a way that it didn't have as much of an impact. Even though we see the rage, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll change things. I think you're right about that, Pete Hexeth. And isn't it interesting? We haven't heard anything about the leaker or the investigation. But I want to move on to your book because in your book, The Miseducation of America, and I, I have to tell all my listeners that I think education is the one thing that people are ignoring. They're not focusing on enough, not only in terms of you know CRT and what we saw in Virginia, uh, and and what's going on with school boards and parents, but in terms of uh, what is happening all over the country as it relates to you know what our children are learning that we only learned about during COVID, but what about illegal immigration and its impact on education? No one is talking about the fact that we now need more teachers who speak Spanish or whatever the language might be. And this is not money that comes from the federal government, is it? No, it's not. You're right. I mean, that is a, another tier of this crisis. The, the hundreds of thousands of young kids that will enter schools uh, with a, a whole different set of challenges. That, and these schools are filled with our kids as well, taxpaying citizens' kids who are already underserved by this. So, so it's, it's a problem of excellence, which you've laid out, the ability to deliver on the basics for kids. And then it's a problem of indoctrination. And we're, we're about to enter probably the most dangerous phase of our American experiment as we pump out a generation of kids, if it continues, who believe that America is an evil place at its foundation. And as a result, needs to be fundamentally transformed, to use words from Barack Obama. You can't keep a country when you're pumping it full of future citizens who didn't get indoctrinated or radicalized in college, which means they at least have a foundation. But instead, we're, we're indoctrinated in a, with a certain worldview at the age of 8, 9, 10, 11, and then pumped out as little activists with, uh, with a certain worldview. It's really, really dangerous. And uh, we, we've got a fighting chance if we, if we wake up to it. But you're right. As Republicans and conservatives, education should be issue number one. There's a lot of issues that should be number one, but it should be on top of the list. Otherwise, you can't keep a country when its citizens don't like the country. Well, there's no question about it, but let's talk about the battle for the American mind. I mean, wh- tell me about your book, Pete Hexett, and what is the central theme of the book? The central theme of the book is that for over 100 years, progressives have been hard at work through the public education system uh, to take it over so they could take over our politics. They understood that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation becomes the philosophy of government in the next. You'll meet a lot of characters. They're almost all atheists, all socialists, all humanists, all Marxists. And they went to work into public school, changing it completely from what it had been at our founding, which is about reasoning and the liberal arts and great books and understanding uh, Greek and Latin, um, and they overturned it into vocational training uh, and stripped out a lot of the core. And, and Ernest Hemingway once said, to your other point, of bankruptcy, that it happens gradually mm-hmm. until it happens quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with the education. You said we saw it during COVID. You're right. We suddenly were exposed to critical race theory and gender pronouns and all this stuff. Where did it come from? It happened gradually over 100 years. So the book lays out the case of how bad the problem is and then gives parents and grandparents some tools uh, to fight back. Well, I have to tell you, I, I, I read uh, – I haven't read the whole book. I've read a lot of the book. I'm about in the middle of it. And, you know, you go back into the history, and, like, everybody thinks that this all started in the 60s, you know, and it didn't start in the 60s, obviously. 
I mean, this is a long-term goal by Marxists, by socialists. And I'll tell you, Pete Hex, that every day I see it, you know, and I think to myself, you know, maybe I'm I'm just, you know, I just I've lived too long, and everything that they said was going to happen, I'm seeing it happen. You know, uh, whether it's crime, whether it's you know it's education, you know, oh, we're going to fix this. The, these are lessons learned. It's no big deal. But a lot of this stuff has been in the works for decades and decades. Absolutely. And, and, and the, it's a takedown of America. And the the best way to start is with the young Americans. And you look at it. Look, this is a 4th of July weekend, okay? And how many people don't love America the way we used to? I mean, I'm from upstate New York, Pete. I mean, you know, we went to a parade. It wasn't a very big one. And, uh, you know, we all had our American flags. And, and, and all of a sudden, people hate this country. What do you say to them? What I say to them is um, pick up a book about human history over the last 6,000 years, especially the last 2,000 years. And what we have in America is an exception to the rule. It is not perfect, but we had a brilliant moment of men who were flawed, uh, who put together a system that channels human nature. And, and, and so all of that is, is true. But if you have a generation that doesn't believe in biblical wisdom, doesn't believe in Western civilization, but rejects it all because it was old white men, uh, mm-hmm. it's really hard to get to those basics, which are fundamentally special to Western civilization and America. And they know that. So they've stripped that out time and time again. Uh, I would tell them the best best thing you can do is have people you know do some world traveling, travel around, check out the way other people live and the restrictions that they have in their lives or the biases that exist in their society, and then turn around and tell me that America is not special. Yep. Uh, most kids have never seen that, and that's I think the best education. Well, I'll tell you, Pete Hexit, on this Fourth of July weekend, I mean, there's a lot of work we still have to do. Uh, and your book, Battle for the American Mind: Uprooting a Century of Miseducation, uh, is is a must read. I mean, Americans for too long have ignored what's going on in the schools. We just kind of thought, well, the teachers know what they're doing, and then all of a sudden, when we look into it, we say, oh wow. And Virginia was the telltale. I mean, when uh, yeah. uh, when Virginia happened, everybody just took note and said, is this happening in my school and the arrogance pete the arrogance of some of these uh, school board members who think uh that you know it's their decision or even the president of the united states joe biden saying when they're in school they're yours they're your kids no they're never your kids they're my kids no that's been their mindset for longer than we we realize and especially now and if you want your kids to receive an actual free thinking education, you got to take it back from them. And maybe that's running for school board. Maybe it's being involved in your local school or it's pulling your kids out altogether and saying, I, I shouldn't have to deprogram them at home. I should put them in a system that fortifies and and, and uh, further sustains the, the beliefs that I have. Well, and uh, to my listeners, I just have to add one thing, Pete, before I let you go. I mean, you you have a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, Pete, Pete everybody has uh, – how many are there, seven? There are seven. Yeah. Seven kids. Okay. So you are in the thick of the education, especially during COVID. I mean, how did you function? I mean, how did you and Jen function? I don't know how like, you did it. Well, like everybody else, at first you're, you're, you're knocked back on your heels, and then you realize, <laughs> well, let's do some training at home. And we did training at home, and some of them did Zoom classrooms. But it was it was a wake-up call for us, too. We're on this journey as well. And – 
when you realize we're, you're sending these seven kids into a dangerous world, mm. uh, the only responsibility we have is to fortify them while we still can. Well, and you're doing that, Pete Hexeth. I want to thank you for joining us. Everyone, the thank book you, is Judge. Battle for American Mind, Uprooting a Century of Miseducation. It is brilliant, as is our guest, Pete Hexeth. Thanks for joining us, Pete. You have a good day. You're the best. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.